Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Freddy's World. I figure I will share another story for you guys since everybody loves the Richfield Hustle. And this is a story I have to share. Um, it goes back to, I believe, 2000s. Um, this story is going to be about a hotel party, me and my buddy, Strew. Um, I did talk to him about it at first to get the okay. You know, I just let him know. So um, shout out to Tim Earhart, Troy Schultz, um, Greg Hockman, a.k.a. Silky. So I'm going to tell this little bit of the story of the hotel party. So, um... So this was this is how it's going to start. So um, so the the other three guys that I name um, I don't know I don't remember how we decided to throw the hotel party, but I know Greg had a friend that worked at the hotel by the Mall of America. I believe his name was Jeremy, you know, and we wanted just to get out and rent out a couple rooms so we could have a hotel party not only for us but our friends. So uh, we got that set up, and I remember I was talking to Tim and Troy about it, and they were just like, man, we got to get in on this. So we all came together, the four of us, and we started planning. Like I said, this is back in 2000, so um, there might be some shit that I forget, but I do apologize. 2000 was a long time ago. But anyway, back to the story. So we started planning. So we rented out one room, a couple rooms, you know, um, just to get started, you know, but we didn't realize how big this party turned out. This was the exciting part. But um, I remember that day on New Year's, I believe this was when 2000 was about to hit. So it was like 99, 2000. Don't quote me. So we, we pull up to the hotel. It was me and Greg Hogman, but I still call him Silky. You know, that's my guy. Shout out to Greg. Um we didn't have anything because I remember we stopped at a liquor store and we bought a shit ton of Bush Light. Yeah, that nasty ass beer. And um, we were just going to fill up the bathtubs with Bush Light and just keep it going. You know, um, I think at the time we had four rooms before this party started. Um, so I remember we grabbed one of those um, big carts, what the bellboys use at hotels to help people bring their luggage. So just imagine... Two kid, two guys in their early twenties, going through the hotel lobby with like the bellhop coat with the bellhop carts, and it's it's filled up up top all the way with bush light. So we're walking, we're doing this in the lobby, and people are looking at us like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, "Hey, what floor you guys on? We got to come party with you guys, you know." And I remember Greg and I we're pushing this through the lobby, so I'm just trying to get the picture for you so you see like my big black ass and Greg was the pretty boy so I'm sure he had the frosted tips you know he's still GQ um we're pushing we're pushing the carts up you know and just filling the bathtub with with beer you know we had three I believe we had three or four rooms at this time so we're putting up we're filling it up um the throwing the ice in there you know and yeah, we filling up. Then Tim and Troy showed up later. They come in with bottles and bottles. Like I don't, I don't. I, it looked like these motherfuckers robbed the liquor store. So now you have like four guys carrying up all this beer. We're going through the lobby. People are like, "What the fuck? Like, what are you guys on?" So we're getting the room set up. Um, like I said, Greg had a friend. I believe his name was Jeremy. That was the hotel manager that night. So he already knew. He already knew. To let security know, like, hey, these guys got pretty are gonna get the top the whole top floor, you know. 
So, um, and some of some security guys were cool. Um, we paid the security guys to help us work so we, our party wouldn't get busted. So, um, like I said, I believe we had three or four rooms at the time. And um, we're just pulling the beds out, putting the beds in the hallway. And then Jeremy opened a uh, extra room so we could like push the mattresses in this. So we just have standing room in there and all that stuff. So I think the party started like around nine. We had all these people show up and we charged like 20 bucks. So this party got fucking filled up very very fast like it got to the point like we just kept buying rooms on the floor we're like hey jeremy give us can you give us another room this shit pretty much we had the whole 10th floor so just imagine a hotel party all the rooms 10th floor no bag no beds people bringing in their own booze like i said we're trying to fill up the bathtubs with as much, with much alcohol as we can. Like we even had sent friends to the liquor store. Like here, get somebody, grab another case of beer, grab this, grab something. So I believe this, we had about a good, like six, 7,000 people on this hotel party on the 10th floor at the, I believe it was the embassy suites, but it's still there at by the mall of America. So we're filling, we're filling up the bathtubs, man. And the, the party just kept getting bigger. Then you had people that were staying in a hotel, did not want to go out. So they're coming up and they're giving us money. Like, Hey, we want to come in, have some beer. We're like 20 bucks. Here's 20 bucks just coming in. And like I said, we don't quote me, but I believe we had about like six, 7,000 people like in that hallway. We had no DJ. So we were listening to the radio clocks. I know ghetto as fuck, you know. But we had a good time. I mean, we pretty much had the, everybody that stayed in that hotel were up on the 10th floor because we had that party rocking. The security guys was working with us, you know, helping us pull beds out of these empty rooms. You know, I mean, the, I mean, there was some there was some damage, you know, occasional puking because chicks can't hold their alcohol or some dudes chugging 99 bananas and not giving a fuck. So there we had a, we had to pay cleaning fee, you know, it was bound to happen, but man, and it still stuck out to my mind, this party, because it was something that should be in a movie. Like this was before the hangover. Like this was the original hangover. So, um, I'm just trying to paint the picture. So just picture like a whole 10 floor, just packed with, thousands of people on the 10th floor each room having booze and a bathtub full of beer and i don't like i said it could have been like 99 2000 i'm not for sure of the year but that's how i spent my new year's that year um i'll get i wind up getting stuck in the elevator because i remember we the ball was dropping and everybody's running down to the lobby so we could rush the bar so we all piled in the elevator and we got stuck for like a good 25 minutes so we didn't get a chance to get the ball drop i didn't have a chance to kiss nobody i mean there was girls that were stuck in the elevator with me but i was just trying to just get the new year's kiss you know and i'm not trying to do a new year's kiss in the elevator i'm sure troy and tim were fucked up somewhere oh speaking of fucked i gotta let you guys know about tim's outfit so before all this happened tim and his wife crystal 
They're still married. Congratulations. Love you both. Um, Tim wore Crystal's pajamas, which was um, leopard. And he wore like this big 70s afro. So imagine a, a buff white dude with, with typical Amber Crombie boy, you know, frosted tips. Yes, that was you, Tim. You had the frosted tips, Amber Crombie, Amber Crombie turtleneck. I still got the pictures. I will post it on social media if you dare me. But yeah, he wore his girlfriend's pajamas to the New Year's party. So that was his outfit, you know, and we're they're just getting dressed and everything. But back to me being stuck in the whole, in the elevator. So like I said, we were stuck in there for a good 25 minutes. When we finally got out, everybody was just at the bar just getting fucked up. Like everybody's doing shots. I mean, I believe somebody just pulled out pulled out a line of blow and just did it on the bar at the hotel, but I the staff didn't care that was working the bar because they were drunk as well, you know. It was New Year's 2000. You know, one of the probably one of the best parties I was ever involved in because nobody got hurt. Nobody got injured. Well, some people left with some hangovers. That is, that is a fact. I had one myself. And I remember we made so much money from this party. Like, I can't speak on the figures, but at that time, I had a huge credit card debt, and that party <laughs> paid off my credit cards. I am not going to lie. But it was good times, you know, it was one of the parties I threw with some of my closest friends, you know, um, at that time, you know, life changes, you know, um, so we all go our separate ways. Um, Troy lives in Osego. Um, Tim's in Florida, still with Crystal. Yes, you wore your her pajamas at the party. I still got the pictures. Um, Greg is in Bloomington. He's engaged, you know, so I just wanted to give those these guys a good shout out because without them, that party would never existed. And I never seen a party that big in my life. So yeah, that's the story of that one. And I got another one I'm going to share because Tim brought it up in the group chat when I was telling them that I want to put, do this on my podcast. And this one is, this one is funny as I look back on it, but at the time it was not because some real shit happened. So I believe this was like my 22nd or 23rd birthday. I rented a party bus. So we all met up at the Applebee's across the street from the Mall of America. So this is story number two, just painting the picture. We're all pre-drinking at Applebee's or Fridays. That's across the street from the Mall of America. So we're there pre-gaming, bunch of 20-some kids. We're slamming shots, drinking alcohol. Like I said, I think it's my 22nd, 23rd. I don't remember. But we had that we had that party bus stocked with ladies. Like we had the ladies. Like the ladies was looking good, you know. We're all ready to have a good time. Party bus gets here. We just start partying. We pile in. I mean, we had people had to sit on people's laps because we had that party bus packed. So the party bus is back. We had the music blend. We had like Tupac, the Snoop Dogg. Uh, Eminem, because that, that was popular at the time. It was 2000, so we didn't have, like, the baby and shit. And we had, like, Metallica playing. We're just all getting ready just to go downtown and everything. And we get there. We get downtown, and we were on our way to go to the drink, which is, um, I don't know what it's called now, but I don't know if that spot is open, but it was the drink at the time. And we get there. Our party bus catches on fire. 
real shit. <laughs> Our party bus caught on fire. Like it, it came from the engine and the flame flew up. People were jumping out the windows. I believe Troy went through the back. I, ju- I had to kick the front door of the party bus so we could at least get it open so people could get the hell out. But yeah, um, a girl uh, jumped out and sprained her ankle. We all tried to just get the fuck out because the party bus caught on fire. Yes, the party bus caught on fire. And I was I totally forgot about it till I talked to Tim about this story. Well, Tim and Troy, because we all and Greg, we all was in the group chat. So I can let them know I will be talking about the New Year's party. But Tim brought this one up as well. So I had a, I wanted to share it. You know, but yeah, the party bus caught on fire. Everybody's jumping out. I'm pulling people, trying to help people off the bus. I believe Troy was and Tim, like a couple other people, you know. But being the true guys that we we were, we were like, well, we almost died, but let's keep the fucking party going. So we just all piled in the drink. <laughs> you think we would go to the hospital, right? No, we didn't. We was like, fuck that. We're going. We're going to party. It was my birthday. I'm like, fuck the emergency room. I'm fine. I'm going to party. So we are. So we went to the party. At the drink, it was my birthday. We had so much fun. So, just want to share story number two. This third story is the X Fest story. Another one that was brought up in the group chat. It involves me, Tim, and Troy. As you are following along, you can kind of tell that me, Tim, and Troy got into a lot of shit. Which is true. We got into a lot of shit. Um, but before that, we I'm going to talk about my birthday <laughs> real quick. This was the one that Tim and Troy had to carry me out of Minneapolis Cafe. Because I was fucked up. This was my birthday. I don't know how old I was. It was I was in my younger 20s. So we started off at Bennigan's in Bloomington. <clears throat> doing stoplight shots. We're doing um, cement mixers. Yeah. At that time, I didn't have a taste for good alcohol. I was just trying to get fucked up and have a good time. That's what I was all about. I don't remember getting to Minneapolis Cafe, but I just remember waking up the next day on Tim's couch in his apartment in Burnsville. Like, what the fuck happened? And he was like, dude, you were drinking ketchup. You were so, so fucked up. So, yeah. But I'm nine months sober now. I don't drink, but I don't mind sharing stories like that because I look back on my life and I just laugh because I had good. I had a lot of good times and also had a lot of bad times. But the good times outweigh the bad. So just remember that, folks. Um, no matter what you're going through, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Remember that. And if you ever feel the need that you need somebody to talk to, don't be afraid to reach out. You know, hell, you can message me on Facebook if you're going through something, but Reach out. Reach out to people. That's very important. No matter what you're going through, if you feel the need to talk. So back to the X-Fest story. So me, Tim, and Troy, X-Fest. We were at campsite um, with a couple girls that we that we met there, but they were from the cities. This was my first camping experience ever because, let's keep it real, black people, we don't fucking camp. I mean, we, we don't even camp on Friday the 13th because we're always the first or second people to die in the fucking movie anyway. Real shit. <laughs> But um, we get there, we met, and there was some guys there at our um, campsite. And that was, was my first time camping, being like at an all-rock show. But it was a good time, you know. 
saw a lot of titties. I still have the photo album of all the titties we saw because I had a disposable camera at that time. I wanted to take pictures of everything at X-Fest, which I did. I still have the photo album to prove it. And I just remember we met this one kid, and I don't know what he did. I think he was talking to some guy's girlfriend. But he got hit in the eye so bad that his eye and part of his nose was like swole the fuck up. It was pretty bad. Like, I'd never seen nobody get punched. Well, I didn't see him get punched, but just to see how his face was, it was like, damn, dude, you need to go get that looked at. Yeah, it was pretty fucking bad. One thing I also noticed, too, that I never used the porta potty at X, X Fest uh, when I had to pee because I had, I remember me and Troy, Troy and I, we was walking around. I think Tim was sleeping at the camp. And uh, we're walking around, and I was about to go to a porta potty, but it was somebody we knew, so I went over there to talk to him. So the guy behind me just went in, and I don't know what he did, but we saw the guy, some dudes tipped the porta potty that the guy went in. Like they physically tipped it. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck he pissed off, but man, when he got out, oh, hell nah. He would have, he was pissed. And I know that would have been me. I would have had to shoot everybody in that motherfucker. I'm sorry. You ain't go, you're not going to flip over a porta potty on me. Not today, Satan. No, I would have, I would have went to jail for murder. But yeah, the dude got out the porta potty after it was flipped. And he was just covered in shit. And I was like, Man, what the fuck, dude? And I'm we're all laughing, you know. I mean, I mean, we're not like teasing, but we're like, damn, it's funny, but not really. That's kind of fucked up, you know. Oh, and Troy's brother Rob, rest in peace, Rob. Um, he was there with us as well. Had a blast. Um, going into town with Rob. Um, God rest your soul. I know it's been some years since you've been gone and you was a hell of a guy, man. I'm sure your family miss you. Um, hell, I miss you just now thinking about you. Now you are such a great soul and always great to me as well. So, um, I just remember the times at X-Fest, like me and you going into town and grabbing food and just bullshitting on the, on the car right there, you know? So just want to give you your roses. You was a great guy. I'm sure your family misses you. Um, and like I said, I miss you as well as I'm just thinking back on this story, you know? So rest in, rest in peace, Rob. You are such a great guy, but yeah. So now, here's another story. Yes, you guys are getting a lot of fucking stories. I'm just going to call this episode Story Time, the at the stories with Freddie, Tim, and Troy. So this was Tim's 21st birthday at Brothers, downtown Minneapolis. I don't remember where we started, but I damn sure know where it finished. Tim's 21st, we got a party bus. We had the girls. The girls was looking very sexy. And Crystal, this was back way before he met you. So if you're listening to this, you don't need to make Tim sleep on the fucking couch or catch an attitude. This was his 21st. So you wasn't even in the picture at the time. I don't think. No, you weren't in the picture. But I, but it's all in fun, boo. So this was Tim's 21st. Um, I don't remember where we started, but we wind up in Brothers. And I believe Brothers used to have a deal, five bucks all you can drink. We was all about that life. I mean, there was, I used to go to brothers all the fucking time. 
for the five bucks all you can drink and be at work hung over the next day. But back to Tim's 21st birthday. So I don't remember where we started. I think we were pre-gaming at Tim and Troy's place in Burnsville because they had the apartment in Burnsville. And I I to believe is the apartment or Tim's house. Tim got a, was renting the house in Burnsville with a couple other guys. So yeah, we started there. Party bus. We're all having a good time. I don't remember. I don't remember. I had a, but I remember I had a Kango and like a long peak coat with like a Bill Cosby sweater on, you know, because I'm trying to look pimpish, you know. Tim had the usual Amber Crombie turtleneck on because Tim was an Amber Crombie fiend. He he was he was the if you think of the pretty white boy that wants to play lacrosse or like roll a canoe boat, that was fucking Tim. Puka shell necklace, all that shit. Um, I believe Troy had like a yellow button down and a polo hat because Troy used to wear polo hats back in that day. And I'm gonna have to. I still got the pictures from those, but. There's me with my disposable camera just taking pictures of everything. So, um, yeah, we're partying. We get downtown, and we just got Tim so fucked up. I just remember being outside. We we took a picture. It was me, Troy, John Baggy, and Justin Silverman. We're holding, trying to, Tim pukes. So he's puking outside of brothers. So I don't know whose idea it was, but we picked them up and kind of like, Held them up so we could all take a picture with them. So just think of very, four, five attractive, handsome young men. Well, we're, we're still all attractive. We all age well. Trying to holding up their friend like weekend at Bernie's because Tim was fucking done, dude. These shots kicked his fucking ass. And we're just having fun. And I still have that photo because I... Went through my old photo albums before recording this just to look back at everything. And that picture still cracks me up. And the best thing about it, when we took the photo, there were people photobombing in the background, giving like the devil horns. And there was a, and it was captured and it was a dude behind the guy giving the devil horns that did the DX suck it, which I'm a huge wrestling fan. So the DX suck it. So yeah, those are the three stories I wanted to share with you. Involving four great guys, um, Troy Schultz, Tim Earhart, and Silky was a part of just one, the New Year's party, but I definitely want to um, tell that story. So, Greg Hockman, you're a hell of a guy. Um, proud of all of you, you know, of the man that you become. And, Troy, let's get together. We both live in Minnesota. Um, you know, I'm in Robbinsdale, you and I, Seagull, so let's rekindle our old friendship, have some fun. I mean... I don't drink anymore, but I can still raise some hell at the young age of 42, man. We can show these young boys how to do it still. Tim, whenever you're back in Minneapolis, or look us up. So we, I would love to get together with you, or hell, I'll come down to Florida. Um, same with you, Greg Hockman, a.k.a. Silky. We used to call Silky because um, he wore, like, the silk button-down shirts. And Greg was smooth. He was so smooth with the ladies. Very smooth. I don't want to... Put too much out there, but one of his pickup lines was used to be like, you want to come see my art portfolio? Because he could draw his ass off. And the girls will eat that up, hook, line, and sinker. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I'll go on the Greg Hockman story another time. But just wanted to share this story with you guys. It's just to make you guys laugh on this beautiful Saturday midday. Well, I wouldn't say midday. It's about almost 11 o'clock. So, yeah. You guys take care, one love, and remember, we're all humans, 
not animals. And let's just all love one another. Put the bullshit aside, man. Don't let the media divide us. Take care. Thank you guys for tuning in to Storytime at Freddy's World. Have a good day.